This is a longer episode than I normally do, and we're going to cover a lot today. But if you're interested in moving into a project management career, stick around because we're going to cover the following topics. Why you should consider a project management career if you're not already working as one and the career outlook and pay potential of the role. If it's possible to even get a project management role if you don't think you have experience, what a project manager does, the skills and traits needed, certifications, entry-level roles you might consider, what types of companies use project managers, and what you need to do to get a project management job. You're listening to the Project Bliss Podcast, where we dive into project management and leadership skills to help you have an amazing career. I'm Lee Espy, project management and career coach with 20 years of experience in project management, working in diverse environments in both the U.S. and abroad. But this podcast is about you and how you can have the most amazing career in project management. This is a career that lets you continue to grow, serve, create, collaborate, and earn a great income while you're doing it. So join me and learn how to level up your career. Because you're listening to this podcast, you're either already a project manager, or if you're not, you're likely curious about project management. And if you're wondering if project management is a good fit for you, let me ask you something. Are you somebody who likes to plan and organize events and activities and make sure that everything is well organized and moves forward smoothly? You want to make sure that all the activities are covered and you like to take the lead sometimes or always in event planning, activity planning. You want to make sure that things are well organized, and you're attentive to detail. Some of these are really strong project manager traits. And if this is you, you might be a natural born project manager. Project managers use these skills and more, and it pays incredibly well. In my coaching, I talk with so many people who feel stuck and frustrated at work. They have all these great skills, and they just can't seem to use them in their current roles. They feel underappreciated, and they know they're not reaching their full potential. I love helping people move into fulfilling roles that let them use all these skills in ways that are meaningful. And project management careers let you continue to grow and do amazing work. And like I said, it pays incredibly well. At the time of recording, Indeed.com reports that the average base pay salary of project managers is approximately $86,000 a year. Now, entry-level roles may be lower than that, but senior-level project managers can make well over $100,000 a year. Your salary will increase as you increase your skills and expertise. And I've got more great news about project management as a career choice. There's still a high demand for project managers. Project Management Institute did a study in 2017 that projected a continued strong demand for project managers. They found that demand for project managers is growing faster than demand for workers in other occupations. And this is a direct quote from the PMI website. I'll put a link to the study in the show notes if you do want to see that and learn more. But it's feared that there won't be enough talent to meet all those project management needs. So this is great news for you if you want to move into project management. It's a great time to do that. Now, if you've read my blog for a while, you know that I coach project managers, but also people who want to move into project management. And one question that I hear over and over is, 
I want to move into project management, but I don't know how. And how can I get a job as a project manager if I don't have any past experience as a project manager? The great news is that's what we're going to cover today. And you probably already have experience related to what project managers do. And it's just a matter of identifying it. In order to best do this, you need to understand what project managers do. And we will go into that in this episode. However, my last episode digs a bit deeper into it. So take a listen to that if you want to know more. And I will put a link to that in the show notes also. Another thing my clients have had great luck with is getting experience in their current role. So look for ways to get experience where you are now. And this can mean talking with your manager about helping on projects or finding ways to add more value in your current role. You may need to get creative and you need to pay attention to what's needed and you need to be proactive if you're going to do this. You can't just sit back and wait for somebody to ask you or tell you. Although that does happen sometimes. I know quite a few people who fall into the project manager role because their boss asks them to. But you need to be proactive if this is something you want. And from there, you may be able to move into a project manager role in your current company. And just in case you're curious, people move into project management from all different kinds of backgrounds. People move into project management from roles in areas like administrative assistant, business analyst. They come from marketing, accounting, events planning, and lots of different other backgrounds. But to best evaluate your project management skills, you have to understand what a project manager does. So let's look at that next and answer the question, what does a project manager do? Okay, this is an oversimplified definition, but a project manager leads teams to successfully complete projects that deliver solutions. Now, a project is basically a set of activities carried out to reach a specific goal. And again, I know this is really oversimplified. There's a lot more to it, but this is the really distilled down definition. Projects can be big or small. They can be complex. They can be simple. They can have small budgets. They can have big budgets, but they all have a goal and a time frame, and they seek to solve a problem or create something useful. That's a project. And because projects are often made up of many parts, a project manager keeps everything on track and moving forward. And this often means wearing many hats and reacting to unexpected needs. Right. For example, if equipment delivery is delayed, the project manager has to manage the vendor, assess the impact of the timeline, and speak with the customer if the project is delayed. And the project manager could also find alternatives to help the project stay on track. Right. So you have lots of different skills that you're using here. You require um, communication skills, problem solving, relationship management skills, and you have to be able to regain your composure through it all. Okay, let's run down a really short list of high-level work you'll do as a project manager. As a project manager, you are responsible for planning the project. You need to figure out what needs to be done for the project, what are your high-level goals, and how do you reach them, and what activities are needed as part of the project. Now, you're not going to have to do this alone. You're going to work with your team And this means the customer, too, to get information about all this and understand what's included in the project. You also need to understand what's not included in the project because sometimes as you're moving along, people try to add more into the project. So you're going to also manage the project scope and 
understand what costs are associated with the project also. As you can imagine, you've got to have somebody who is the key point person bringing all of these people, all of this information together, and that is you as the project manager. And then once everything is planned and you've kicked it off, the project manager executes and controls the project. This means that they ensure the team members carry out the tasks to complete the project successfully. Even if you have taken, as a project manager, you've taken all the time and effort to create a really detailed and solid plan, somebody still needs to make sure that everything moves forward. It doesn't just happen on its own. And even well-planned projects encounter surprises. The project manager helps the team successfully navigate unexpected changes along the way. The project manager also reports on the project progress, communicates with stakeholders, manages the budget, and ensures that everything moves forward smoothly and everyone is doing their part. For more details on what a project manager does, check out episode 11, and I also have an article that I will link to in the show notes to give you more information. All right, so maybe all that sounds great, and you may now be wondering what skills are needed. So you know what a project manager does, but let's move on to the next topic. What skills are needed to be a project manager? As a project manager, you will use so many different skills, but that is one thing that keeps it interesting and one thing that allows you to continue to grow in the role. You won't get to a plateau, a place where you now know everything and you've got all the skills you need. There's always opportunities to grow and improve your skills. To be successful, project managers need to think clearly, collaborate, and work well with others. They need to be self-driven and proactive. And soft skills, such as interpersonal skills, are just as critical as planning and budgeting. Here are some of the top skills that project managers use. Number one, communication. Now, communication is a huge part of project management, and project managers who do great in this role are great communicators. There are lots of elements to this topic. You need to understand what audience you're speaking to, what message is going to resonate most with your audience, and what channel is most appropriate for the type of message. And there are other components and and considerations as well. You need to know how to communicate difficult messages or when things aren't going as expected. You need to be able to talk across different audiences. I think I just alluded to that. And sometimes you're going to have to have difficult conversations with team members and yet still maintain relationships while you're doing that. So please understand that communication is critical for great project managers. Number two, leadership. Project management is a leadership role. Leadership skills such as consensus building, motivating teams, influencing team members and stakeholders will be a part of your job and will help you be a great project manager. Number three, team building. You need a strong team to deliver your project. And at times, you're going to need team building and collaboration techniques to help with that. Don't worry. I got resources for you. You know where to look. Check the show notes. Number four, problem solving. 
projects are not executed in completely controlled environments as much as we would like to think so and as much as we try to control everything. You'll have unexpected problems during the course of your project, and I have repeated this several times, but I want you to know that that's the reality of it. And when it happens to you as a project manager, just know that it happens to everyone. Great project managers are willing to step up to meet these challenges, though, and solve problems. Don't let it scare you off. There are problem-solving techniques that you can use, and I have links for you, of course. I'll put those in the show notes. Number five, organizational skills. Most project managers lead more than one project at a time. I know very few project managers. I don't know. Do I even know? I don't know many project managers that just lead one project. So you have to be able to keep an eye on everything you're responsible for. And even if you have one large project, there are so many different moving parts and components. You have to be able to stay on top of it all. And this does require organization. Number six, budgeting. Project managers gather information on costs for items included in the project. And then you keep track of it as you spend money during your project. You also need to know if the project is going over budget so you can address it. Number seven, creating and managing schedules. You work with the project team to figure out what needs to be done to execute your project and help drive it forward. Number eight. Managing risks to help the team identify potential risks before they happen and address them if they occur. Number nine, you have to have great attention to detail because there are so many moving parts happening at the same time. It's important to stay on top of the information so nothing is missed during the life of your project. Number 10, you need to be good at time management. Now, not only do you need to keep your team on track with everything that needs to be done, but you need to do that for yourself and your own work. And trust me, if you get behind, it gets harder to catch up. And number 11, critical thinking. You've got to step back at times and think about challenges and problems. Every project is different in some way. You'll need to be able to work with your team to address challenges as they come up. Now, if you don't feel like you're an expert at all of these, don't worry. If you're starting in a junior role, you'll have opportunities to learn and grow these skills. Okay, so we just went down a long list of skills, but what about character traits? There are some character traits that'll help you be a much better project manager. So here are a few. Empathy. Composure when things get tough. Adaptability, humility, having a growth mindset, accountability, and strategic thinking. And even a bit of grit will help you be a great project manager. Managing projects means dealing with people, and that can often be the trickiest part. You have to be able to manage different personalities and dynamics. And because there are so many challenges, projects are different, view challenges as growth and learning opportunities, and this will make you a better project manager. All right, you may be wondering about tools and software that you would need to use as a project manager, especially if this is new to you. Project managers do use tools and software to help plan and manage projects and teams, but most of the project management software is user-friendly and it's easy to learn, and you're likely already familiar with many of the tools that you'd use. 
Okay, let's talk about project management certifications. I get asked this a lot if you have to have certifications to get a project management job. And my answer is no. It is not necessary to have a project management certification to get a project management job or to even have a successful project management career. Okay, some employers prefer or require it, but not all. And hear this, you can move into project management and then decide if you want to pursue a certification. In case you're curious, here are some of the top project management certifications, though, because I know you're probably wondering. All right, PMP, Project Management Professional. This is the certification issued by the Project Management Institute. If you hear someone use the term PMI, this is the Project Management Institute. The PMP certification is globally recognized, but to sit for the Project Management Professional Exam, you have to have, at the time of recording, it's 4,500 hours of experience managing projects and 35 hours of project management education to certify to take the exam. Now, there are others that require less, that have fewer requirements to sit for the exam. The Certified Associate in Project Management, the CAPM, it's also a PMI-issued certification, and it doesn't require experience. It's an entry-level certification option. PMI also has the pmp Dash ACP. This stands for Agile Certified Practitioner. If you're a project manager working in an organization using more agile approaches, this may be a better fit for you. Now, you have to have 2,000 hours of project management experience. 1,500 hours of that has to be agile project experience and 21 hours of agile training to qualify to take the exam. If you live outside of the States, if you live in the UK, for example, you may be more familiar with PRINCE 2. PRINCE stands for Projects in Controlled Environments. This certification, like I said, is more well-known in the UK than in the US. For Scrum Masters, there is the Certified Scrum Master Certification, CSM. It's issued by Scrum Alliance. If you're working with teams that use an iterative excuse me, an iterative Agile approach. This entry-level certification will help you better understand Agile practices and lead a Scrum team. And then there's the CompTIA Project Plus certification. This is also an entry-level certification. It's designed for business professionals and it addresses the essentials of project management components. But let me tell you again, it's not necessary to have a project management certification to get a project management job. Some companies do require it and you can start doing project management work where you currently work to get experience or move into a project management role that doesn't require it and then decide later if you want to get a certification. Let's talk about the career path of a project manager. More great news for you. The project management career path is not clearly defined. I, myself, I had a crazy path to project management. I was working for a nonprofit as a coach, teaching skills like negotiation, conflict resolution, communication, and then I joined the Peace Corps, where I did project coordination. When I came back to the States, I moved back to Memphis, and I moved into a project coordinator job, and I have never looked back. I had... Um, I don't think I even realized at the time that this project management was a real career path. And I'm telling this story to highlight that there really is no set path to project management. And many other roles can lead to project management positions, 
because they contain elements of project management. Some examples are administrative assistant, business analyst, financial analyst, and these are just a few. It is possible to take on more project management activities in whatever role you're in and start getting experience right away. Now, have you noticed the theme here? There are a few things that I'm repeating throughout because I want you to really get this. You don't have to go to school and get a master's degree in project management before you can do project management. There are lots of ways to move into the role. It helps to know some of those project management entry-level roles so you know what to look for. And some titles are project coordinator, project assistant, project analyst, and team lead. Let's talk about what industries use project managers. We know the career outlook is great and project managers are needed, but where do project managers work? The PMI study that I referenced earlier did a study on the career outlook and they found that the areas that have the highest demand for project managers are healthcare, manufacturing, construction, information services, publishing, finance, insurance, management and professional services, utilities, oil and gas. But these, this is a long list, and these aren't even all the only places that project managers work. Other industries use project management skills. The food and beverage industry, nonprofits, entertainment, and many more. I hope that's good news for you, and it opens your mind a bit about all the different ways that you can move into project management. Now, let's get into what you may be here for how to get a project management job. Like I've already shared, there's no predefined path. And this is good because it allows you flexibility to move into project management from any stage of your career. You get that, right? So I'm going to tell you the best ways to go about getting a project management job. There are things you can do to set yourself up for best moving into project management. First, Understand the basics of project management. We've gone over that already earlier in this episode and other episodes. But if project management is new to you, take some time to learn more about what a project manager does and the traits that are important to be successful. You can do this by reading articles on my website, but there are also so many other great sites that share project management information too. Spend time learning, and that's going to give you the confidence as you look for a project management role or if you take on more project management responsibilities where you work now. Next, network. Networking is a key activity that sets more successful people apart from others. Networking will help you learn about career opportunities. It increases your visibility, and there are so many other benefits to networking. But I want you to know this. Some reports say that as many as 80% of the jobs are secured through networking, and many jobs aren't even posted. They're only filled through referrals and networking. And I know this firsthand because this is how I've gotten most of my roles. Networking is uncomfortable for a lot of people, and they put it off, but please do not wait until you're actively looking for a job to network. Please start networking now. You'll make connections and relationships that can be helpful when you need them. You'll get insight and information that can help you when positions are available, and you may even be able to add value and help others while you're doing it, right? So do it now. It's good for you. It's good for others. 
And because it's not something that comes naturally for a lot of people, I'm going to give you five steps to naturally and easily network to help your job search and your career. Okay, number one, think about what types of people you'd like to connect with. Do you want to speak with somebody at a certain company? Do you want to speak with somebody in a specific role to learn more about it? Once you know this, it helps you target your outreach. Number two, reach out to connect. Now, if you identify somebody you want to connect with and you have a mutual connection, have that person make the introduction. But if not, you can use a tool like LinkedIn to connect. Number three, prepare in advance for any networking conversations you have. Don't reach out and ask somebody if you can just pick their brain. That can be frustrating for them because they don't really know what you're looking for or how they can help you. You need to be more targeted and have questions ready for what you'd like to ask. And this is even truer if it's somebody that can be difficult to get in touch with or get a conversation with. Now, if you are at a networking event, this is an event that is naturally set up for you to reach out and talk to people, but it does help if you have ideas about conversations and topics that you want to have while you're there. Number four, provide value. If there is any way you can help somebody during or after the meeting, do it. It could be as simple as sharing an article or a resource you think might be interesting or helpful to them. And number five, follow up. If the person gave you advice or actions to take or introduced you to somebody else, circle back and let them know how things are going. They'll appreciate it and they will be far more likely to help in the future. Now, I know networking can be tricky for some, so I also have an article that I'll link you to. It's much more in-depth, and that is in the show notes. All right, moving on. Next, you already know this one, prepare your resume. Your resume has one job, and that is to get you an interview. Now, of course, don't rely solely on the resume. You're going to be following other tips above, but you need your resume to work for you. It plays a key role in your job search. It may be the deciding factor in whether or not somebody brings you in for an interview. It is your chance to let them know exactly how your experience makes you a great fit for that role. So follow these five tips for creating a great resume. And let me qualify and say here that I'm not talking about a long, in-depth CV. I'm talking about a resume. Okay, so... Number one, keep your resume short. The ideal is one page, but if you have extensive experience, you can roll it over to two pages. Don't go longer than that. Um, One page ideal or two if you need it. Number two, identify relevant experience you have. Look at the job posting. Look at the job responsibilities. Identify any related experience that you have to position yourself well for the role. Number three, Describe results. When you're describing your experience, describe results wherever you can. Use numbers as much as you can. Describe successes and results to show how you helped the company or project because that's what they want to know, how you can help them, what you've done in the past, and how you can help them. And then number four, tailor it to the job you're applying for. Take a moment to see how you can tailor your resume to best fit the specific job you're you're applying for. And I know this means that you're going to be tweaking your resume every time you're applying for a job. Yes, 
That is what I'm saying. Take the time to make sure that your resume matches up to the role you're applying for. And number five, please, seriously, proofread that resume before you send it out. Do not send a resume without first proofreading it for errors. You may have taken hours or days or weeks to craft this amazing resume, but if you send it out with errors, that is going to undermine all of your good work. But let me tell you something, you can go a step further, even better, and have somebody else proofread it for you. I really recommend doing that. They're going to catch errors that you'll likely miss. Okay, so you're going to have a great resume to get you that interview. And once you get that interview, next, you've got to ace that interview. All right? Awesome that you got the interview, but you're not done yet. Once you get that interview, you've still got two things you need to do. You need to demonstrate to the interviewers that you are the best candidate for the role. But don't forget, you also need to determine if this is a place you want to work. And you might realize you don't want to work there. I have had firsthand experience going into interviews and looking around and realizing this is not a good fit for me. I will not be happy here. And don't forget that you're interviewing them as well. You want this to be a good fit for both of you. Follow these guidelines to prepare for your interview. I've got five of them. Number one, do your research. Before the interview, read the company's website, read the news, read their social media platforms. This is going to give you a better understanding of what's happening with the company, and it'll give you good insight into the company's culture. It also shows the interviewer that you've been proactive and you have done your research. You don't want to get in there and ask questions that are easily answered on the front page of their website. They'll know right away that you haven't even taken the time to look. Number two. Prepare for questions that you will likely be asked. There is no reason to walk into an interview without planning and preparing for questions you may be asked. Expect to be asked questions to assess your fit for the role. Okay, this means that they're probably going to ask you about your past experiences, and many interviewers are going to ask questions that start with the words, tell me about a time when... These are known as behavior-based interview questions, and they help the interviewer see how you handle different situations. They also help the interviewer learn more about your experience and the way you think about things. For you, I have a huge list of project manager or behavioral interview questions, and I'll link to those in the show notes. And this tells you exactly how to formulate your answers, and it gives you examples so you can better see what these answers look like. Number three. Prepare questions to ask the interviewer in the interview. Like I said, it's just as important for you to ask questions of the interview panel or the interviewer so you can see if it's a good fit for you. You want to know things about the company, plus they are expecting you to ask questions. You have to ask questions. If not, it's going to make you look like you're not prepared or you're not interested. Okay? Um, Ask questions to get more information about the company, the team, what challenges the manager is most concerned about. You can also ask what success looks like in the role to give you insight into what they expect and they, what they hope for. Number four, come prepared. Bring a pen and paper. 
bring copies of your resume, and even bring samples of your work. Now, if you don't have anything that you can leave with them, that is okay. You can bring samples of your work that you just let them look over while you're there. There's not any question if you have to take them away, if you need to redact anything or, you know, black anything out with private information, that's okay. They'll completely understand and they will respect that. And use a folder or some other way to carry all of this neatly into the interview so you don't have papers falling everywhere as you enter the room. It's going to help you appear more organized, which is, of course, a desirable trait in a project manager. And number five, say thank you. Follow up with a thank you note or an email within 24 hours of the interview. Oh my gosh. Okay, we have gone through a lot here. This is what we covered. Skills and traits needed for project managers, certifications, what does a project manager do, how much money you can make as a project manager, the career outlook, entry-level roles, what types of companies use project managers, and what you need to do to get a project management job. Wow, this should give you a much better idea of the steps you can take to become a project manager. And I keep telling you, it is an amazing career path. There's so much you can do while you're a project manager with so many skills. And projects are all so different, and you can work in so many different industries. And there are so many opportunities even after you've been a project manager for a while and career paths you can take from there. If you're ready to become a project manager and you'd like more support, guidance, and much deeper information to help you get there, check out the course, Project Management Career Launch. This is my course on how to get a job in project management. You'll get far more detail and even more information than we went over here today. What I gave you today is only a small part of what you get in the course. And in addition, you get videos, guides, workbooks, templates, examples, and it's all geared toward project management. And this can be used for your first project management job and even beyond. And though you've heard me say it through the episode, the link is in the show notes. I really encourage you to check out the show notes because there's so many links and resources in there and even a link to the mega article that I wrote on this very topic. So you can come back to it later to read that if you want to. I hope this has been helpful. You can tell that I love the career that I've moved into, my project management career, and I get really excited about seeing and helping other people move into this role. I love helping my clients and students and get really excited when it happens for them. Again, check out the course. It might be exactly what you need to make that move. You've been listening to the Project Plus Podcast with Lee Espy. Thank you for listening. You'll find more information on project management, leadership, and career skills, such as templates, guides, and workbooks, on my website at projectbliss.net. And let me know if you have questions or ideas for future topics. Until next time, do good work.